The fulfilling of the signs of the times give evidence that the day of the Lord is near at hand. Probation's hour is fast closing. Ask yourself, what are the qualifications for heavenly citizenship? What must I do to be saved? Join me, Natasha Ward, for Thusia Seventh-day Adventist Church, the sacrifice for preparation, as we search the scriptures. Give yourself a chance. Qualify yourself for heavenly citizenship. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Join me and sow for eternity. Welcome back everyone to the Sacrifice for Preparation with me, Natasha Ward, for the Thusia Seventh-day Adventist Church. As you can see by today's episode, it is titled, What it Means to be Born Again. So before we proceed any further, I invite you to bow with me for a word of prayer. Please let us pray. Gracious Father in heaven, we humbly bow before your throne of grace, thanking you for your mercies and your love towards us. Thank you, O God, for the truth. Do bless me as I present this study, that all will be blessed by it, that all may understand, O God, the simplicity of the scriptures, and that those who may have wrong ideas in their minds as it pertains to what it means to be born again, that when the truth is presented and revealed unto their hearts, O God, that they would forsake the wrong and accept the truth and live thereby to honor and glorify you as God alone. Bless me as I speak and may holy angels be with us. Bless us in a special way. In Jesus' name, amen. We are told that man must be born again. Our first scripture would be John chapter 3 and verse 3. It tells us this. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So here is Jesus stating what it means for a man to enter into the kingdom of God. Man must be born again in order for him to enter into the kingdom of God. It means that to be born again is a requisite to enter into the kingdom of God. Let us look at the account of Nicodemus and his interaction with Christ Jesus on being born again. We will look at John chapter 3, verses 3 to 8. John 3, 3 to 8 says, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Nicodemus, upon hearing what Jesus said, became baffled. He asked, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? So this is what he asked Jesus. And he asked the question because obviously he didn't understand what Jesus meant by being born again. But Jesus went on to explain what he meant in order for him, Nicodemus, to understand. He went on to say in verse 5, it tells us, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, 
he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So Jesus is saying, what must happen? The man, in order for him to enter into the kingdom of God, he must be born again. He must be born of water and of the spirit. If he's not born of water and of the spirit, therefore it's obvious he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Jesus goes on in verse 6 to further explain. He says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. In other words, what he is saying, the man or that which is born of the flesh is fleshly or carnal, but that which is born of the spirit is spirit, which means that which is born of the spirit is spiritual. So when he's saying that a man must be born again in order to enter into the kingdom of God, he is showing that the man must be born of the spirit. He goes on in verse 7. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. So Nicodemus, based upon the questions that he asked Jesus, it showed that he, he was in great astonishment because he couldn't understand how a man, especially being old, be born again. He asked, can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? That is what Nicodemus asked. So clearly he didn't understand what it means to be born again. But again, Jesus identified that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spiritual. He says again in verse 7, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. What it means is that no one could tell of the operations of the Holy Spirit upon the heart. What they can see is the effect upon the life and the actions of the man to know that a change took place. And it means that this man was born again. And this is what Christ showed basically to Nicodemus. In his discourse with Nicodemus, Christ pointed out certain things. He pointed out that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. To be born of the flesh is to be fleshly or carnal. And we will look at Romans chapter 8 verses 5 to 8 to see this point. It says this, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit the things of the spirit. So when it says to mind the things of the flesh, it means to think after or to reason after the things of the flesh. It refers to the thoughts of the mind. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit, that they would think after or reason after the things of the spirit. They would have thoughts of the spiritual. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. So it shows that there are two minds being identified. One, the carnal mind and the spiritual mind. Verse 7 tells us, Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. So we are being told that the man with the carnal mind cannot please God, because the mind reasons and thinks after the things of the flesh. 
It is not spiritual. His thoughts are fleshly or carnal. To have such a mind is to be at enmity against God. The man with the carnal mind is an enemy to God. And it is not subject or obedient to the law of God. And it says neither indeed can be. There is nothing that could be done by this mind to be better. The state shows that he is in sin. It means that this mind thinks and reasons after the things of the flesh that causes him to be in transgression to the law of God. Therefore, he cannot please God. So it is important that the man must be born again to have a spiritual self in Christ. So this is something to take note of. I will repeat it again. It is important that the man must be born again to have a spiritual self in Christ. We will go back to John chapter 3, verse 6, and we would pair that with 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 12, 13, and 15. I would repeat the scriptures again. John chapter 3 and verse 6, paired together with 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 12, 13, and 15. John 3, 6 says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. In other words, again, it means that which is born of the flesh is fleshly or carnal, and that which is born of the spirit is spiritual. So in order for man to have a spiritual self in Christ, he must become born again. We will look now at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 12, 13, and 15. It says this, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Spirit teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. So a spiritual experience is given to us by God when we are born of the Spirit. When we experience that spiritual birth, that born again self that we get, we get that from God. So we can't get that on our own, but it is given to us by God because he is the one, the Holy Spirit, is responsible for creating that change within the heart. The spiritual self is taught by God, even in maintaining your spiritual self in Christ. So the Holy Spirit is responsible for teaching us by the grace of God. And we would compare spiritual things with spiritual, and it says, but he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. So this man, who has his new spiritual self in Christ Jesus, that man, as he continues, he learns of the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit reveals truth unto him. The Holy Spirit is his teacher. And he is not judged by any man, but he, the spiritual man, judges all things. Earlier on in the presentation, we would have touched John chapter 3, verse 5, which tells us, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. So at this point, you might be wondering, what does it really mean to be born of water, and what does it mean to be born of the Spirit? 
Because if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, this is something that you must know. And hence, therefore, the point of our presentation is to make you become knowledgeable on these things by the grace of God, so that you would understand what it means to be born again. When it says to be born of water, we need to identify what the scripture says on this matter. Water symbolizes the word of God. If we look at Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 26, it tells us that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Water symbolizes the word of God. Therefore, to be born of water is to be born of the word of God. 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23 tells us this. It says, Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So we are seeing that the word of God is identified as the incorruptible. It is not corrupt. So he is born again, not of the corruptible seed, but the incorruptible. The incorruptible is the word of God. And that incorruptible word of God, it liveth and abideth forever. So that means it is eternal. And this is what it means to be born of water. To be born of water is to be born of the word of God. Now we are going to move on to being born of the spirit. To be born of the spirit, one must understand certain things about the spirit. The Bible tells us, that the spirit is truth. We would look at 1 John chapter 5 and verse 6. 1 John chapter 5 verse 6 says, This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood, and it is the spirit that beareth witness, because the spirit is truth. But what does that mean to us? The spirit is the spirit of truth. And that spirit of truth is what is given into our hearts by God. We will look at Galatians chapter 4 and verse 6 to prove this. Galatians 4 verse 6 tells us, And because ye are sons, God had sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. So the spirit of truth is given into your heart. So therefore we conclude that to be born of the spirit is to be given the spirit of truth into your heart. So when you are born again of the water and of the spirit, you have a new spiritual self made up of the truths of Christ. Let us look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16 tells us, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, Yet, the inward man is renewed day by day. That inward man that has been identified here in the scripture is your born-again self. The inward man, the born-again self, is renewed day by day. And it is made up of the truths of Christ Jesus. Let us look at 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2. It tells us, As newborn babes, Desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. The milk of the word of God is the truths of Christ. The more you desire and partake of it, it is yours. It is added to you and you grow in Christ. For instance, like a baby. For the baby to grow strong and healthy, 
it must partake of the milk that is given by the mother, which is the breast milk. The more the child partakes of the milk, it nourishes the body, the child grows and develops and becomes mature by the grace of God. Likewise, with the word of God, the point of the milk, the word of truth, the milk of the word, it is to nourish, to grow you by the grace of God. It is to nourish and to build you up that you may grow thereby. So your born again self is made up of these precious truths by God's grace. Truths of the plan of salvation. And our final point, when the man is born again, he does works to glorify God. You can't say that you are born again and you don't have works to show that you are born again. By their fruits you shall know them. The man who is born again, the works that he does is to glorify God. Let us look at Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10. It tells us this. For ye are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. So your born again self is created in Christ Jesus. It is not created by your own self. But it is created in Christ Jesus unto good works. That means that the works that you would do would be glorifying unto God. The works of the law. It tells us which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. So we must do good works. But we could only do these good works having a born again self in Christ Jesus. Doing supposed good works on your own without being born again, which is considered as filthy rags. There is not the righteousness of God in you motivating you to do that. So you must have a born again self. You must be born of the water and of the spirit and have a born again self made up with the truths of the plan of salvation in Christ Jesus that you would do works to glorify God because he has the spirit of truth in him. We will look at 1 John chapter 2 and verse 29. It tells us this. If you know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. So the man that is born of God, he will do righteousness. So the good works that he would do would be what? Works of righteousness, which is to glorify God and not himself, but to glorify God. His works will not be of sin. In closing, remember that it is very important that you must be born again to enter into the kingdom of heaven. You must be born of the water, which is the word of God, and of the spirit, which is the spirit of truth. You cannot have a spiritual self in Christ if you are not born of water and of the spirit. When you are born again, your new spiritual self is made up of the truths of Christ. It must be nourished. It is nourished by partaking of the milk of the word of God. As mentioned in the earlier part of the study, the effects upon the life and actions will show. It will show forth in your works. Let your works be of righteousness to glorify God and not of sin. So give yourself a chance. I pray that by the grace of God, you understood what it means to be born again. And until next time, may the grace of God be with you all. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Bye! Amen.
to share.